I really want to thank Miro, one of the most useful tools. They sponsor this podcast. They are my go-to resource when it comes to working remotely and collaborating. They're also great for an office, but let me paint a picture for you. Everyone here is working from home in some capacity. Either we have peers that work from home, maybe we're part in the office, part out. Collaboration can be chaotic. Miro is the ultimate digital whiteboard and visual collaboration platform. You could be a remote team, you could be a creative agency, you could be a solopreneur. Miro allows you to brainstorm, plan, and execute seamlessly. Picture this, you're in a virtual meeting mapping out a huge project with Miro. You can drag and drop sticky notes, sketch wireframes, organize ideas all in real time. You collaborate with your team no matter where they are. This is a game changer. If you are ready to transform your workflow, you have to try Miro today. To show you how powerful it is, I created my own Miro board that you can check out at Miro.com slash success pod. It has a ton of resources for entrepreneurs, but it will also show you all the functionality of Miro. So go to Miro.com or go to Miro.com slash success pod for a ton of resources. Try Miro today. It's going to radically change how you collaborate with your team. Welcome back to another episode of the Success Story Podcast. Today, I have the founder of Lucia, Yoni Tsehuya. He is a serial entrepreneur and he has built Lucia from the ground up, originally bootstrapped and now venture-backed. Lucia is probably one of the most disruptive technologies in terms of business-to-business sales. What does it do? It helps you find the contact information of literally anybody. So if you have a name on the internet, you can find their phone number and their email address. Obviously, you can see how powerful that could be for salespeople. Um, It has won numerous awards. It is one of the fastest growing softwares of 2020. uh, And it's also received the top 100 best software companies by the very notable G2. Yoni just raised a round of funding, but he did build this from the ground up and we're going to speak about how he focuses on product-led growth and what that means, why it matters to focus on building the best possible product you can and that's how you win the market. We're also very fortunate to be sponsored again today by Gusto. Gusto is your one-stop shop for all payroll solutions for small business owners, large business owners, or entrepreneurs. Uh, So if you want to get rid of some of the headache of the day-to-day, perhaps admin items that you just don't want to deal with as a business owner, definitely stick around till around halfway in this show and Gusto has a special offer for you. Without further ado, another episode of the Success Story Podcast. All right, I think we're recording. I think we're all good. All right, thanks again for joining me. Today, I am sitting down with Yoni Zehuya, the CEO and co-founder of Lucia. Um, Yoni has an incredible career coming from uh, AT&T. So he's worked in telco as a developer. He was the founder of Yaps and now, of course, a serial entrepreneur um, growing and scaling Lucia very successfully. Uh, what is Lucia? Well, I'm going to let Yoni uh, speak to it, but um, a couple notable points. It was named the top uh, 100 G2 best software company, so it was rated by G2. It's also rated one of the fastest growing products in 2020. Um, it's all focused on B2B customer insights and data points. Um, but then, you know, Yoni's the, Yoni's the expert, so I'm going to let him go into it. But Yoni, thank you for sitting down. I'm excited to, you know, I've, I've used it. I've, I've 
tried it with my own team. I apparently was pronouncing it incorrectly for the every time I trained anybody on it, but that's okay. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I know the product and I'm excited to sit down with you and, you know, unpack your journey and, and figure out what you're trying to do and how you've done it successfully with Lucia. So thank you. Great. So thanks for having me. Uh, and thanks for the warm words. Um, yeah. So, um, I can talk about first about Lucia and what are we doing and, and, and then we can yeah. discuss, you know, about the journey. So, so Lucia is a crowdsourced B2B data company, which helps salespeople and marketing people, uh, find their next customer. Um, we do it by providing them accurate, uh, business data and insight, uh, uh, about technologies and the buyers so they can easily identify and connect with their uh, ideal profile. Um, and our goal and the main advantage of Lucia is, is to build the largest salespeople community in the world so that the more salespeople are using the product, the better the data become because the salespeople help us to validate the data and provide the best B2B data quality in the world uh, to help company grow. So, uh, so it's, a, it's a good product. I've used it myself. Um, and I, actually, that's why I was so excited when I think uh, somebody on your team reached out. I'm like, oh, yes, you know, it's, it's, I, I speak to founders all day. But when you speak to a founder of a product you've actually used, um, it's even more exciting because you actually know how it works and, and how well it works. But um, let's, let's break down your journey first um, so we can understand where you came from, how you got to where you are today. And then also, most, most curiously for me, why you decided to build another B2B data sales and marketing product and probably one of the, I'm sure like one of the most competitive industries, oversaturated industries, and everyone is trying to do similar things in the same space. So anyways, go ahead. Tell me, tell me your story. Where did you come from? Yeah. So first, I know I'm 36 years old, have three little kids. Um, I graduated as a software engineer in 2011. Um, and the very first years of my career, career was building mobile applications, which are mainly focused on user experience, sleek UI, um, mainly B2C world. Uh, and, as a, as, and as a side effect, I also learned about data and how to, you know, uh, cleaning up data and, and just play uh, with the data world. But nothing with it uh, from it was related to B2B in general. Um, and in 2016, I met my Asaf, which is my co-founder in Lucia. And when I met him, he, he honestly only wanted data from me. He just looked for someone who can you can buy data from and, and then someone introduced us. But I met him and I didn't want to sell anything, but I met him. And then he told me, you know, you can you can build this uh, an extension uh, uh, over the web to to provide business contact details. And and each one of us, you know, uh, went to his home and, and, and after two weeks, um, I, I spoke with him again and told him, hey, you know, I, I, don't, I'm, I didn't stop thinking about this idea. And he said, you know what, I didn't stop thinking about it as well. And, and then we said, OK, so let's do it together, uh, because I knew I mean, I, lo I have a lot um, in, uh, of experience of how to build technology and product, but I didn't know the B2B at all. And his experience was exactly uh, from the B2B and business area. So the way uh, we started to work together was, was beautiful because we just complete each other very, very quickly. Um, and, and, and for the question, I mean, why did we decide to go to this industry? Everything happened bottom up. We didn't, you know, uh, thought about it, uh, uh, that we would get to where we are today. We just saw a problem back then in 2016, and we thought that we can provide a really simple uh, and easy solution to the market. Um, 
And and so we just started to develop it. And and the first version we developed it, I think, in in two months. Uh, we released it to the world, and and everything was so slow. You know, searches, search contact details took like eight seconds, sometimes one hundred seconds in average. But we just released it to see what's going on, and we released it mainly to recruiters at the beginning. Um, Asaf background was from the recruiting and headhunting world, so he knew that they need that, and that was the main target audience. But very quickly, salespeople um, and you know uh, encountered with the product and saw the benefit of it for their needs uh, and started to use it as well. And so everything was just growing bottom up organically since then. Um, today, our main focus is only sales, mainly sales and marketing, recruiting. We're serving them as well, but it's not the, uh, uh, the main roadmap of our product currently. Um, and, and the beautiful part is that, you know, in, in, Lucia is five years old. And, and I think the, the first four and a half years, we did it as bootstrap company. Um, and, and, and everything, you know, just built uh, organically bottom up because we yeah. listen to the customers and just solve what they need. And, and this is going to um, this is going to dovetail very nicely into, you know, we were chatting before we started hit, you know, before I hit record and we were like, where do you want to take this podcast? And you said a lot uh, about let's chat about product led growth and, and what does that mean and why does that allow you to be successful? And it's an interesting point. And I think that going into this market because there are a lot of solutions that do similar if you yeah. try and compete with these fully developed products day one especially if you're bootstrapped you're probably going you're probably not going to do so well right yeah. so you have to you have to grow with you know multiple iterations so um describe to me through through lucia like what what is product-led growth what does that mean and how did how did lucia sort of adopt that strategy and and also why why did you know that that was a strategy that you should take? How did you know that? The beautiful part is that we didn't know uh, at the beginning. It's <laughs> uh, a good answer. It's we, an honest answer. We, yeah, yeah. I mean, as you understood, my, my background was B2C product. So when we thought about building the product, my intuition was, okay, so let's build something simple, which anyone can start using for free. And if you want to buy, you can upgrade premium because this is what I know from I knew from mobile work. Uh, I didn't know that it is so uh, so um, rare in the B two B world back then. After several years, when we well, you know, after three years, I think we 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 learned that there is a there is a name for that, which means product that grows, and we suddenly did that without even thinking. Um, but I think the, the, the benefit of product-led growth is exactly what we thought. We just didn't know how to say product-led growth back then. And, and, and the idea is that when you, I mean, if you're not doing product-led, your classic B2B company, it means that once a visitor goes to a marketing website and he reads the, you know, the value proposition, let's say he understands that because in a lot of cases, you just don't understand. And then you want to use it. What you see is that you have a form which you need to fill up the form and then schedule a demo. Mm -hmm. And today, and I as a consumer, but I think 75% of the people today doesn't want to talk to a sales rep before they know the product. They want to talk mm -hmm. to someone after they know the product and when they have questions. So the whole idea of product-led growth is that just open the funnel. 
let mm -hmm. the user try before he buy. Let him even buy, but only if he needs scale and only if he needs or have any question, he will go to the sales team. And so what 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 product led is doing is that the product is out there. Anyone can use it. You go to a marketing website, you can sign up for free. You can start using it for free. You can even buy it self-service. You don't need to talk to anyone. And, and if you need to talk, you can do that. And I think at the beginning, a lot of salespeople, even those we hire here in Lucia, um, the, you know, they, they, they don't use to, they use to talk to everyone. They want to, they want to manage the sales cycle. And, and, and the idea is that when you, when the sales team manages the sales cycle, you might bring bigger deals at the beginning, but you're not bringing on your, you, you, it's very hard to create a big brand awareness without mm -hmm. many marketing resources, uh, because the funnel is, is, is closed by a rep and you need, you need a lot of reps to, to, to talk to a lot of people, to tell them the value. Um, and when you do product led, you actually put the product out there. Anyone can use it. You create brand awareness by the product. I mean, if the product is good, it just works for you. And when the salespeople just talk to, to people, they are actually talking to users. They are not talking to prospects, which means mm -hmm. it doesn't need to explain the value proposition. The user already know the value proposition. He know the product, he know the service. The, the conversation is much further than that. It's about how much it costs, or maybe I didn't understand some feature, but the, the job of the sales rep is to connect the dots and just go to the sales conversation, to, to the negotiation area much quickly than talking about value proposition. So, so product-led growth company actually sells more and grow much faster than, than classic uh, B2B companies. The beginning of the journey might be different, but in the long run, PLG just grow faster and create, you know, better user experience as well. Um, and you had, you were bootstrapped up until I think um, you've raised money. I saw you raised, uh, you, you raised 40 million early February and congratulations on that. Yeah, was that the first you. round was that you, that you ever raised? Yeah. Yeah, it was the first round. Uh, up until then, we are completely bootstrapped. Um, we reached to almost uh, 15,000 15, uh, customers, um, totally bootstrapped. And, and the reason we succeeded to do that was exactly because we did it product-led. So a lot of our customers are completely self-serve. Uh, and those who need scale or want a bigger solution, well, we sell them be our sales team. But the sales team, to speak to those who want to buy you're not yeah. just you know talking to cold people um and when you're doing product-led growth you're focusing you obviously you're focusing on the product but also you must have some sort of um inbound or demand gen and if you're bootstrapped i guess somebody who's listening to this may wonder like okay so it's a little bit scary for me to not depend on salespeople. where do i invest my limited resources so that people even know i exist and where did you do so, I mean, what we did at the beginning, we just tried to publish the, that the, the, there is a service called Lucia in, you know, in Facebook recruiters groups and LinkedIn recruiters groups in, in some um, websites that uh, cover recruiters. And, and we did it for like a week or two. Uh, we also brought like several influencers in the recruiting area, but mainly that's it. Uh, after the, the very first, um, you know, push that we did to the product, everything else uh, happened organically because the product did deliver and the value mm -hmm. was good for the people and the data was good. Uh, and so 
people start, you know, tell it about to tell about it to other people and, and the organic, the word of mouth just worked. And, mm-hmm. and we, when we had natural, natural growth rate, uh, but actually most of the product that growth company, if you have a good product and you invest most of the resources in a good product, this is what, what happens here. Uh, you, word of mouth. you have, you have the word of mouth, you have natural and organic growth, even without, uh, marketing spend. Now, marketing spend can definitely accelerate that, uh, but it's not that without it, you are not growing. You can still grow because the product um, is your marketing. The freemium is your marketing. Hey, Scott here. We're just going to take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, Gusto. This is a one-stop shop, one place you can go to take care of all the payroll issues, all the payroll stresses that you have to deal with as a business owner. Look, 2020 has been a rough year. We can all agree on that. And 2021 is pretty rough too. But if there's one thing that small business owners don't need is more headache. One thing that you've learned in the past year is that you have to focus on your business because Gusto isn't just built with business businesses in mind is built with the people who run businesses in mind. Their payroll system is the easiest to use, and I've used a lot over my career. Gusto automatically calculates paychecks. It files all of your payroll taxes. It also helps with time tracking, health insurance, and a ton of other HR nightmares that you just don't want to deal with. It also gives you access to HR experts who can help you. Super easy to get started and set up. The switching panes are nil. Why? Because they will move over all of your data for you. 94% of customers who switch to Gusto recommend Gusto as the best payroll solution they've ever used. And this is the offer you're waiting for. Anybody who's listening right now on the Success Story podcast, you get three months free. This means you can try it without any stress. Go to gusto.com slash Scott. That's gusto.com slash Scott. And that will give you three months free to try it out for yourself. Play around with it. See if it works for your business. I'm almost positive it will. All right, let's get back. And a follow-up on that in was there was there any it sounds like you you know i think you're going to answer this question saying like no we actually we didn't have a ton of issues but it sounds well in in this particular space it seems like there's a lot of competition so how did you the way you differentiated was just having an incredible product that was that was really how you did it um i i think i think two things differentiate lucia for the market um Firstly, the data is the data quality. At the end of the day, it's all about the data. And we succeeded to provide very good results at the beginning of the journey. So the data was good, uh, mm-hmm. better, than the, better, better than most of the competitors back then. Um, and the second thing is how we sell it. So today, even if two companies are selling the exact same thing, but one company does it much more easily, uh, with no friction, with self-service experience, we can just, and this is the PLG, this is exactly what we did, mm-hmm. then then it's going to succeed faster and, and because how we sell it uh, was much more simpler. So yeah. I think I think the data quality and the way of selling it, that we are, we, we, we sold to the end user, to the, to the AE or to the SDR uh, that's sitting in the company, and you don't need to create a big deal with the procurement with $25,000 annual contract. So anyone can just download and start using it. So, yeah. there is, so people just started. 
Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And then now you've raised you've raised some money. So what is what is your vision for the company? Like, where do you want to take it next? Because now you actually have some capital funding you. So what are what are next steps for Lucia? Yeah, so uh, the capital is basically accelerating everything we're doing, starting from headcount, and and we now do have marketing budget uh, that we are we're we're increasing because of the fund. Uh, but the main uh, the vision is to build the largest um, community of salespeople in the world because we believe that the sales industry needs to be much more data driven uh, and 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 be more focused about the people that want to buy when they want to buy and and just make sure that the people are spending more time selling. So uh, instead of trying to you know. Uh, spray and pray to everyone with cold calling or yeah. whatever other approach a lot of companies are doing today. We want to provide them really accurate data so they won't spend time on just you know those who doesn't want to buy and try to provide the best uh, intent and timing to do that, both for sales and but also in the future for customer success as well. Because I think, uh, yeah. Yeah. no, um, it's it's very smart. Uh, and then I guess uh, just a follow up because you're in the industry. What are what are the trends that you're seeing? Like the best practices in sales that, if somebody's listening and they're perhaps in a more legacy organization or they're not sort of you know up to times with uh, with what works, what do you recommend people start to do as a sales rep or as a sales leader? I think um, what we see as trend is that uh, more and more companies are not trying to uh, necessarily. Talk to as many people as possible. Uh, like I said, uh, uh, spray and pray. Uh, mm -hmm. It's it's more going to be to, to super prospecting, to be very very accurate about who you want to spend the time on, um, and and this is exactly also what what you're doing in in ABM. But you just want to know who you want to run after, and then uh, uh, work there and get deeper in the organization. So you you need to know who you want to reach out and, and not just spend time on a lot of customers. So we see we see the we see the trend in sales uh, teams going to that direction, uh, and this is what we enable and trying to to provide even better data points to do that. And, and one thing one thing that you you did touch on, and I just want to sort of reinforce while we're on the topic, you mentioned about getting people to spend more time actually selling. Like I'm sure you know, even the fact that you installed you you created this initial iteration of the product as a Chrome extension. So that people yeah. aren't navigating to a web app or some other other application and taking them away from their prospecting. It's meant to be like seamless with their workflow. Um, speak to speak to the issues that sales reps have because I know you see them with spending too much time on non-sales activities and how this solves for that. Yeah, I think um, salespeople today spend a lot of time on admin work and identifying who they need to talk to next. And you know, understanding the trends in the company, so the conversation will be more slick, and they will know what to discuss about. And and honestly, uh, what happened, and this data is according to Salesforce.com, uh, salespeople are, are actually selling 33 percent uh, of their day. So mm -hmm. the rest is about admin and prioritizing and and, and aggregating data. So if you provide them higher quality of data or you help them prioritize the leads based on you know some criteria like uh, industry number of employees or technologies or stuff like that 
um, they can spend more time selling because you actually help them with automation and data to to prioritize their work. So so I think um, I think that the industry is going that direction. How to optimize? And the optimization is based on data, like like in a lot of other areas in the world today. Um, and then the last the last question, then I sort of have uh, some rapid fire just based on on your career. Um, say I'm a sales leader, and and you're trying to sell me on Lucia. Obviously, the the magic is in the data, and and how accurate it is. Like you said, that's important from the start. So how does Lucia, or how would any company, probably you know you have you have experience because you're, you're the CEO of Lucia, but how would uh, Lucia guarantee that their data it would be better than other companies without disclosing trade secrets or proprietary IP. What, what is it that you do differently? So, so there are two, two answers for that. Um, first, we are not guarantee anything. We, mm -hmm. we, we, we want the customers to try before they buy. So we just That's tell true. them, okay, so give it a shot. Just try. You want the extra credit? You want a trial? Okay, we will give you a trial. We want you to be happy with what with the results and so that you will want to buy. Uh, we are not trying to push anyone to a deal that he doesn't want to uh, because I don't believe in that, especially not in SaaS. In SaaS, you need to, the, the user needs to want to continue and pay for what he's getting. So so that's that about, I mean, how we sell it. We just want to let you try first. Um, about the data, I think uh, we're doing what any other company is doing. I mean, we, we have multiple data sources and, and the, the, the main thing is how to merge and identify the right data points according to the others. Uh, I think the main differentiation of Lucia is about the community and the size of the community. And uh, the fact that we have uh, a lot of end, cast end, end users uh, help us to build uh, a very big community. And, and the more people are using the platform, the better the data become because we, we learn the system, which data mm -hmm. is accurate and which not, and the users can provide us feedback about the accuracy of the data. So um, the, the data become much more accurate. Uh, and, and that's the main challenge of this industry because people are switching jobs approximately every few years. So even if you have a very good data today, in a year from now, a third of it's gonna be outdated. So mm -hmm. the challenge is how do you make sure that you are um, accurate uh, as much as possible to the reality, to the real world. And, and the fact that we have a lot of people in the community just help us do that faster uh, and provide more accurate data. No, um, that's uh, it's an interesting point too that I, you know, I've never thought about that, but it's a, especially like with, with COVID, with even, even, in, even with just, you know, general, uh, attitude towards staying in one job for a period of time everyone wants to shift everybody's always shifting for better or for worse um and that provides a huge challenge for for a company like yours so it makes a lot of sense and i actually didn't realize that that community component was so important for for yeah. verifying and validating that data but that it makes it it makes a lot of sense right you're just getting your users to keep reinforcing what's good and what's not um exactly. and then i guess like the last question i would have for you just about lucia um, a lot of the focus is on LinkedIn. Um, speak to me about um, some because I'm all you're like you're preaching to the choir. I'm already bought into to using LinkedIn, but coming from you and what you see, what are the benefits of using LinkedIn versus just calling or just email? Um, you know, I think I think LinkedIn today is uh, is the online CV. Um, so, and, and you have more data points that are, uh, you know, exclusive for LinkedIn, 
that you can you can just learn about the profile. And so what we see from salespeople is just is that they're trying to know who they're gonna call to and what about what happened with this company so that they will make sure that they are they are you know they are they are uh, talking about the right things and the right time and not reaching out to companies in, in bad timing or or people who just you know are not the people they want to talk to. So LinkedIn have a lot of layers that can help you do that and that's why they have salespeople are, are there. Uh, yeah. And but but there are other solutions as well that you can get more intense data about uh, people even without LinkedIn um, and this kind of thing that we are building as well. So in general, you, you need to have as much as information as possible before you pick yeah. up the phone. Uh, and LinkedIn is another great source to do that. Very good. Um, so before we uh, you know finish with some like rapid fire questions, was there anything that you were working on with Lucia that you wanted to chat about or anything that we didn't go into? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I, I think uh, something that, um, is part of my my learnings in in building a company, which might be interesting, is that I think which a lot which people doesn't really understand is that building a company and specifically if it works, even if it's not, it's it's, it's a learning journey. Um, mm. Because if even if if you're not succeeding and if something doesn't work well, then you need to learn and you need to start to identify what doesn't work there and and just identify and, and take the company out of this uh, you know this position, but. If you are succeeding and if you are growing really, really fast, it's still the same because every three to six months, the company looks totally different. And as a founder and, and as a leader in any department, your job is changing uh, very quickly and, and you need to adapt new skills and learn new stuff. And if you don't do that, you just uh, stay on the same same spot mm -hmm. and so you're not growing. So I think the, the mindset of learning is, is something that... Um, I, I was trying to 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 encourage people to be in this state of mind, not being right, but being committed to learning. Um, that's and, and, good advice. And, and yeah, yeah, and I think I think that's that's really good advice for the life, but specifically for building a company in, in the business world. Good advice. Um, okay, uh, what is one myth about um, entrepreneurship that you would like to debunk? Something that isn't true. Wow. Um... Sure, there's a lot that you've encountered over your career, but I think every entrepreneur thinks in a lot of times that you know, yeah, in 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 my company it's different, and 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 here it's special, and and in my case it should it's like that, and everyone thinks that his use case is special, and honestly, uh, and and also I said a lot, and along the way you under you understand that you're probably not that special, and a lot of other companies uh, did something very similar to that. And and when something doesn't work for you, it's not because you're special. It's usually because you doesn't have a vision or you doesn't have a leadership there. And so what you need to do is is take your hands, uh, being some do some hands-on work and build up the vision. So once you know the vision, you can delegate and then it works. So mm -hmm. um, I think uh, you just so you can learn from other companies and just solve your own problems. That's it. Good advice. Very good advice. Um, what are some resources? It could be um, it could be a podcast you like, it could be a book, it could be a, a mentor or a person uh, that have helped you that you would recommend people go and check out. Wow, uh, I read a lot of books um, in general. I think uh, you know I, I, I'm I'm a young entrepreneur in Israel. When you you, you graduated in, in 
graduating age of 27. So I, I built up the company very early on in my career. So I, I, I read a lot of books and I think anything that bothered me, I try to find book or post or anything to, to just learn and, and solve that because if I won't solve it, no one will. And, uh, and so, uh, if you want some, you know, some names, um, the things that I'm, I'm reading right now, which is probably one of the best book is, uh, 15 commitments for conscious leadership. Um, and, and it's a great book. Uh, it's by, um, Jim, uh, Death, Deathmer. Uh, it's a great book. I think I learned a lot from that and, and it really shaped the way, the way I tried to manage and run the business. Good. That's actually one that's never been recommended before. So that's uh, like I have a shelf behind me with a whole bunch of books. I have to go check that out because I've never had, I've never heard about that one before, but uh, that's good. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else did I want to go into? Oh, and then one question that I ask everybody, um, what does true success mean for you in work or personal life? Oh, beautiful question. Um, you know, true success um, is is actually doing. I, I like to build stuff, but the true success, in my opinion, is just do what you love to do. And for me, do what I love to do means also work with the people I love to work. And I always try to work with people that, you know, provide and give me energy and not taking energy out of me. So it's people that I can spend, you know, full day with them without even noticing. So when you have the, the 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 weekly meeting on schedule, you just you're happy because you love to spend time with this person. So yeah. I think one of the beautiful part is, is on building a company is that you can choose the people that you really enjoy spend time with, and so you can both work and, and have fun. And and I think if you have that and you can build that team, you just wake up and enjoy what you're doing, and that's the beautiful part of success in my opinion. I love that. That's a really good answer. Um, and then the most important question, uh, where do people connect with you? Where can people go um, check out Lucia, uh, your social media, yours or the companies? So first LinkedIn, I mean, anyone can reach out on LinkedIn and, and my and my contact details are also available on Lucia and my email and everything. So I answer uh, to anyone, try to, um, and I would love to connect with anyone who is interested. I want to take a second and thank Indeed. They're a huge sponsor of the Success Story podcast. And as business leaders, we're all driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. It's to match with Indeed. Now, if you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. You need to ditch the busy work. You need to use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster, all the tools you need are in one spot. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Clary. Just go to Indeed.com slash Clary right now and support our show by saying 
you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Clary. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by NetSuite. Now, as a business owner, I always remember when my company hits a growth spurt. It's great, but then you realize that things start to break. Things are taking three times as long. Manual processes start to bury your team in paperwork and admin, and you really don't have one reliable source of data or truth to understand how healthy your business is. If this sounds familiar, you have to know three numbers. 37,000, that's how many businesses have upgraded to NetSuite, the number one cloud financial system. 25, NetSuite turns 25 this year, that's 25 years streamlining accounting, inventory, HR, and more for growing companies. And one, because your business truly is one of a kind, NetSuite gives you customized solutions so you can manage everything about your business in one place, from inventory to invoicing, one powerfully efficient system. I love having all of my data in one spot. NetSuite allows me to do that. It gives me the big picture so I can make smarter decisions. And they turn complex financials into understandable actionable insights. Right now you can get NetSuite's popular KPI checklist for free to help improve your business. It's designed to help you boost performance across key areas of your business. Go to netsuite.com slash scottclary to download the checklist and see how one complete system can transform your growth. That's netsuite.com slash scottclary. Get more control in your business with NetSuite. Just a quick question. Have you ever had one of those oh no moments when you realize that you accidentally deleted a huge file or worse, your whole computer dies? I know I have. It's happened to me a lot, but don't sweat it. The sponsor of today's episode, Backblaze, they have your back. It is unlimited backups for all your Macs, your PCs, or even your whole company. And it's really affordable, under a hundred bucks a year. If you're running a business, they take the stress out of protecting everyone's data. If you need more bells and whistles for compliance, so on and so forth, they have enterprise options too. Honestly, losing data sucks, but Backblaze makes getting it back easy. They have restored billions of files. They offer tons of restore options, including rapid recovery in an event of data loss or ransomware. And you can access your backed up data from everywhere and anywhere in the world using their web app, iOS, or Android apps. It's been recommended by the New York Times, Inc., Macworld, PC World, LifeWire, Wired, Tom's Guide, 9to5Mac, and tons more. And best, you can try it fully featured with no risk at backblaze.com slash story. They set up that link for all Success Story podcast listeners. That is a no-risk free trial at backblaze.com slash story. Seriously, back up your stuff. I don't know about you, but the idea of being harassed, scammed, or even worse, all because somebody found my personal information online, that's terrifying. Our political opinions, our addresses, even stuff about our families, it's out there for anyone to grab. And did you know that data brokers are allowed to sell information on over 98% of Americans? It's scary stuff. That's why I've partnered with Delete Me. I personally use Delete Me. They're a big friend of the podcast because I put myself out there online. So safety is a huge concern. It's really scary how easy it is to find someone's details and information. But Delete Me creates a layer of protection that we all need. You tell Delete Me what you want gone and they make it disappear from those sketchy data broker sites. And Delete Me doesn't stop. They constantly monitor the web to keep your information off those lists. It's like having a privacy watchdog that never sleeps. You need to take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me. They're giving a special discount for all Success Story podcast listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to join 
joindeleteme.com slash success and use promo code success at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash success and enter code success at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash success. I want to thank Belay for sponsoring today's episode. They provide solutions that all of us need. They help us get back more of our time because time is the most precious resource. A lot of you listening are business leaders, entrepreneurs. You know that if you spend your time incorrectly, it can make or break your business, your personal, professional relationships. It can completely sidetrack you and stop you from reaching your goals. So I'm going to ask you, are you protecting your time? How much of your day is eaten up by tasks that could have been done by someone else? Wouldn't you rather spend your time on things that truly matter? The answer should be yes, because you have to to move the needle on whatever it is you're trying to build. That's where Belay comes in. They are the nation's largest pool of exceptional U.S.-based talent. Belay offers flexible staffing solutions to free you up. Need a virtual assistant to conquer those pesky administrative tasks or maybe an accounting professional to really keep your finances in order? Belay can help with all that and way more. Their personalized matching process saves you the headache of hiring by finding the perfect match for your needs in as little as a week. Focus on what matters the most with the help from Belay. Text SUCCESS, that's S-U-C-C-E-S-S, to 55123 to learn more and get started.